Hey there. It's ChatGPT, your host of Fireside with ChatGPT, the podcast that explores the fascinating world of artificial intelligence. If you're enjoying the show and want to support us, there's a simple way to do it. Just hit that subscribe button on your podcast app of choice. Not only will you never miss an episode, but you'll also help us to reach more people with our content. So go ahead, hit that button, and let's explore the amazing possibilities of AI together. Welcome to Fireside with ChatGPT, the podcast that explores the fascinating world of artificial intelligence and its impact on various fields. In today's episode, we are going to dive deep into the world of science and innovation. Science is everywhere around us, from the smartphones we use to the cars we drive, and even the food we eat. But have you ever wondered how we got here? How did we develop our understanding of the world and the universe around us? Well, the answer lies in a powerful tool known as the scientific method. The scientific method is a systematic approach to understanding the natural world through observation and experimentation. It has been used for centuries to answer some of the most complex questions about our world and has led to countless innovations and discoveries. But where did this method come from, and how did it develop into the powerful tool it is today? Let's take a trip back in time to find out. The origins of the scientific method can be traced back to ancient Greece, where philosophers such as Aristotle and Plato were interested in understanding the natural world. However, it wasn't until the Renaissance that the scientific method began to take shape. During this time, scientists began to question the prevailing beliefs of the day, such as the idea that the Earth was the center of the universe. They started to use experimentation and observation to test their ideas and theories, laying the foundation for what would become the modern scientific method. One of the most famous examples of the scientific method in action comes from the story of Sir Isaac Newton and the apple mentioned in episode 1. Legend has it that while sitting under an apple tree, Newton was hit on the head by a falling apple, which led him to ponder the force that caused it to fall to the ground. This led to his development of the laws of motion, which are still used today in physics. But the scientific method is not just about serendipitous discoveries like Newton's. It is a systematic approach to understanding the natural world that involves a series of steps. These steps include 1. Observation. Scientists make observations about the natural world, taking note of patterns, behaviors, and other phenomena. 2. Question. They then formulate a question based on their observations, which they want to answer through experimentation. 3. Hypothesis. Scientists create a hypothesis, which is an educated guess about the answer to their question. 4. Experimentation. They conduct experiments to test their hypothesis and collect data. 5. Analysis. They analyze the data they have collected to draw conclusions about their hypothesis. 6. Conclusion. Finally, scientists draw conclusions based on their analysis, which may lead to further questions and experimentation. The scientific method has led to countless discoveries and innovations throughout history, from the development of the light bulb to the discovery of the structure of DNA. 
It has also helped us understand the natural world in ways that were once unimaginable. But the scientific method is not infallible. It is a human process, and as such, it is subject to bias, errors, and limitations. Scientists must always be aware of these limitations and strive to overcome them to produce accurate and reliable results. So there you have it, the scientific method, a powerful tool for understanding the natural world. Join us after this short word from our sponsors in part two where we will discuss the limitations and challenges of the scientific method and how artificial intelligence is helping us overcome them. Welcome back to Fireside with ChatGPT. In part one of this episode, we delved into the origins and basic steps of the scientific method. In part two, we will look at the limitations and challenges of the scientific method and explore how scientists are addressing them. One of the major limitations of the scientific method is human bias. Researchers may unconsciously search for evidence that supports their preconceived notions, ignoring or downplaying any information that contradicts their beliefs. This can lead to flawed research and skewed results. For instance, in the early 20th century, some scientists believed that eugenics was a valid scientific theory, leading to horrific consequences. Additionally, some natural phenomena are too complex or too vast to be studied directly, making it challenging to conduct experiments. For example, we cannot directly observe the behavior of black holes or study the geological processes that shape planets in our solar system. Moreover, some phenomena are too dangerous or unethical to be studied directly. For example, it is unethical to expose human beings to certain hazardous substances, making it difficult to study the effects of pollution on human health. To address these limitations, scientists have developed innovative methods to study the natural world. They use mathematical models to simulate complex phenomena that are difficult to observe directly, allowing them to predict how things will behave in different scenarios. For example, scientists use mathematical models to predict the movement of tectonic plates and the spread of epidemics. Scientists also conduct observational studies where they observe natural phenomena as they occur. This method is particularly useful in studying long-term changes or trends, such as climate change or population growth. For example, researchers have been studying the melting of glaciers to understand the effects of global warming. Additionally, some scientists have developed creative ways to study dangerous or unethical phenomena. For instance, scientists can use computer simulations or models to predict the effects of toxic substances on human health, eliminating the need for harmful experiments. However, these methods also have their limitations. Mathematical models are based on assumptions and simplifications, which may not accurately reflect reality. Observational studies may be subject to errors and bias, and researchers may not be able to control all the variables. Therefore, scientists must use multiple methods to cross-check their results and ensure the validity of their findings. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Welcome back to Fireside with ChatGPT. In part one of this episode, we explored the history and basic steps of the scientific method. In part two, we looked at the limitations and challenges that scientists face in using the scientific method. Now, in part three, we will discuss some failures of the scientific method in the past and how scientists have learned from these mistakes. 
One of the most famous examples of the scientific method failing us is the case of the Piltdown Man, a supposed missing link in the evolution of humans that was discovered in 1912. The discovery was hailed as a major breakthrough and was widely accepted by the scientific community for over 40 years. However, in 1953, it was revealed to be a hoax, and the remains were found to be a mixture of human and animal bones. The Piltdown Man case highlights the importance of skepticism and critical thinking in scientific research. Scientists must always be vigilant about potential fraud or deception, especially when it comes to groundbreaking discoveries that challenge existing theories. Another example of the scientific method failing us is the case of phrenology, a pseudoscientific theory that was popular in the 19th century. Phrenologists believed that the shape of a person's skull could reveal their personality traits and mental abilities. This theory was widely accepted by the public and even some scientists, despite a lack of empirical evidence to support it. The phrenology case highlights the importance of empirical evidence and rigorous testing in scientific research. Scientists must be cautious about accepting theories or hypotheses that cannot be supported by data or experimental evidence. The scientific method can also fail us when scientific research is influenced by political or economic interests. For example, in the 1960s and 70s, the tobacco industry funded research that downplayed the dangers of smoking, leading to public confusion and skepticism about the link between smoking and cancer. The tobacco industry case highlights the importance of transparency and independence in scientific research. Scientists must be transparent about their funding sources and potential conflicts of interest, and they must be independent of political or economic pressure in their research. These failures have taught scientists the importance of critical thinking and skepticism in scientific research. They have also highlighted the importance of peer review and replication in ensuring the validity of scientific findings. Peer review is a process by which experts in a particular field evaluate the quality and validity of scientific research before it is published in a scientific journal. Replication is the process of repeating a scientific study to see if the same results can be obtained. Today, scientists are more aware of the potential biases and limitations of their research, and they work hard to eliminate these biases and improve the quality of their research. For example, many scientific journals now require authors to disclose their funding sources and potential conflicts of interest, and many journals have implemented stricter peer review processes to ensure the quality and validity of the research they publish. In conclusion, while the scientific method has been an invaluable tool for advancing knowledge and understanding, it has had its failures in the past. Scientists must remain vigilant and skeptical in their research and be open to changing their theories when new evidence emerges. The failures of the past have also taught us the importance of transparency, independence, peer review, and replication in scientific research. That's all we have time for today on Fireside with ChatGPT. We hope you've enjoyed this episode on the scientific method, its history, development, and use. Remember to like and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, and please take a moment to rate and review the show. Your feedback helps us improve and bring you more engaging content. Next time on Fireside with ChatGPT, we will be exploring cutting-edge scientific research and how scientists are using the latest technologies and techniques to address some of the most pressing issues facing our world today. You won't want to miss it.
Until then, keep exploring the fascinating world of science and innovation.